Hello, friends. Have you noticed that you can get caught up in consuming content? Or maybe you notice you are hyper, hyper focused on the doing. Empaths, we often consume. And I know because that was me too, soaking up information from all my favorite teachers and mentors. But it wasn't until I started focusing more on the being and embodiment work that the door to massive clarity was finally unlocked. And I no longer got confused about what was my energy versus everybody else's. I was able to become a more clear channel for creation and as a result, transform my life, business, and health. In fact, my meditation and embodiment practice is what helped me have a nearly $40,000 month this past January, see the highest downloaded month of the podcast, and finally release a lot of unnecessary stress. And my clients felt it and saw it in their lives too. It wasn't reading more articles. It wasn't doing more busy work. So I'm inviting you to graduate from the spongy empath consumer into the self-activated sovereign healer. You can take your podcast listening experience from, ooh, I feel seen, heard, and inspired to, holy shit, I actually feel different. My being has shifted. I am the embodiment of the woman I desire to be. The Third Eye Collective is a simple way to upgrade your experience and commit not only to a meditation practice that complements your healing, but also receive personalized coaching so you can be clear on what direct actions to implement into your highest goals. There are two simple ways to get involved at $11 or $22 a month with no commitment. So if this is calling your name, join this amazing and growing community. Welcome to the Healing Uncensored Podcast. My name is Sarah Small, and I'm a holistic business coach and intuitive healer who supports empaths in creating a thriving body, business, and life. Healing my own chronic illness as an empath led me to become fascinated with energy and more specifically, all the emotional, spiritual, and holistic healing modalities that my doctor never told me about. I began to share my insights and journey online and over time built a powerful community and business supporting women who were also on their path to healing. Think of this podcast as your uncensored and no BS guide to navigating life, health, and entrepreneurship as a highly sensitive person. You'll get no nonsense and totally holistic tips from me in real time as I navigate this healing journey right beside you. Now let's get started. Welcome to the show. You guys, I am so excited. Natalie Miles is with me today. She is a spiritual mentor, psychic medium, and host of the top five spiritual podcasts on iTunes, so you think you're intuitive. But Natalie is not the typical psychic medium. It is her life's mission and soul calling to inspire people across the globe to connect with their own intuition so they can feel more connected and help themselves each and every day. She believes that everyone is born intuitive, but most people have just forgotten how to use their natural gifts. And she has been guided by spirit to be the, quote, door opener and reactivate people with their intuition so they can live their most authentic life. 
If you guys are into the woo, if you're into the intuition, you are going to love today's episode. We talk about spirit guides. We talk about past ancestors and the energy of our lineage and how to heal a lot of these things to help us excel and thrive in our life and our business. And as you'll see at the very end, I had to ask if my brother could come through. So stay tuned. I know you're going to love this. Let's get started. Welcome to the show, Natalie. I'm so excited to have you on today. Oh, thank you for having me. So I just wanted to get started with anyone who is curious about what it really means to be intuitive. If you could share a little bit of your story of discovering your gifts and how you came to understand your own intuitive abilities. Yeah. Um, well, I always say that we're all intuitive. We're all born intuitive. We've just forgotten our natural born gifts. And that's why children are just so open and, you know, they're aware of this stuff. And then we can't, it kind of gets shut down as we grow up and we, you know, we had to deal with parents and religion comes in and yeah lots of different blocks come up through our um, childhood that then stops us from really listening to our natural born intuitive mm. gifts and so and that's the mission for me is just to guide people back to connecting to their own intuition yeah so personally I grew up intuitive as a kid but I looking back at the time I didn't know that that's what it was I but I did meet my spirit guide um at the age of about five and she appeared at the end of my bed and she was like I'm here to look after you I'm here to guide you I'm here to protect you and I do remember that specifically but as a kid growing up I just for me being looking back hey yeah an empath um, I, for me, it used to turn up, show up as I used to get really angry and frustrated as a kid because there was just so much energy flying around and, yeah. and knowing that things were happening in the room that I didn't necessarily couldn't put my finger on as a kid or I couldn't express emotionally. Mm-hmm. For me, that definitely came out as anger and frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, um, I was an extrovert, so I wasn't like, I didn't kind of go into my cave, but it was. Right that's how I expressed it. And then, um, but my mom's psychic, my sister's psychic. Mm. When I was about 16, 17, my mom started going to these psychic circles in the UK, which are like groups of, it's a group of women that got together to practice their gift. Mm -hmm. And she said to me one day, Hey Nat, do you want to come? Um, which was amazing. I remember being super nervous being like, what is this all about? And going and having, just an amazing experience where I was suddenly like, oh, oh, I can give messages. Oh, this is this is this is what this energy is about, and it really kind of unlocked something in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, it kind of got shut off in my twenties. Um, and then it wasn't until I left the UK and I left, you know, the structure and the norm of what family, friends, my, you know, career being in the UK and I moved to Canada that it suddenly was like spirit stepped forward and, um, I really began to embrace my gifts on a whole new level. And I like to describe it as, um, like we have these spiritual reactivations where we have these moments through our lives where they do involve rock, can involve rock bottoms, where there's an ending of a relationship, there's losing a job, there's health, you know, serious health problems that come up, or you get blindsided with a health problem. 
And at the time you're like, why is this happening? What, why is this happening to me? I don't understand. And then you, you know, you begin to heal and you look at the things and then you look back on it, you know, post it and you're like, oh, oh, this is why this case, you know, this is why this was brought into my life. And for me, there has been numerous moments of, that have become part of my spiritual reactivation for me to be led back to connecting to my intuition, working with my guides, and then doing this work full-time, yeah, and yeah. quitting a full-time job in film to do this, which has been awesome. That's amazing. And I, I resonate in that as a little girl, I was talking to fairies and I was so imaginative and just like free. I totally shut that off throughout my teenage years and my early 20s. And then I, my audience knows this story well, but I lost a brother to suicide, had then developed multiple chronic illnesses. And it was like this these things that were so, so frustrating and I could have been so angry about, but actually ended up being the catalyst to my own spiritual reactivation, as, as you would say, like just really coming back home to myself and to my intuition and not pushing it away like I had for so many years. And I'm curious to know, because I think we all experience our intuition in different ways. I'm curious to know how you, especially within the Claire senses, like how do you experience your intuition? How do your messages come through to you? Yeah, um, they've really changed and developed as I develop my own gifts. So right now, um, it's a real blend of everything all at once. So I hear, I see, I know, and I feel all at once. So it's really hard to distinguish what it is because when I'm channeling, I'm kind of hearing it, but it's kind of like my, and I always say, if you're, you get your hearing messages, it is your own voice. You'll hear your own voice in your head. Mm -hmm. And so I hear, um, I will get visuals as well. Um, it's a real blend of all of them. But when I first started, it was, how do I want, how do I want to describe it? When I first started, it was more of a knowing and a feeling and I would get some visuals, but it was a lot of the time, like, I know this to be true or I know this is happening or I'm feeling this in my body and why am I feeling this in my body or these feelings and emotions don't belong to me. Who do they belong to? Mm -hmm. um, and so it was kind of navigating that. And so right now I've, you know, become adapt at looking at, Oh, these aren't my feelings and emotions, especially being, um, I never saw myself as an empath, but now, yeah, I am. I'm an empath. I'm a highly sensitive person who I'm like, oh, why am I feeling angry all of a sudden? This isn't my anger. Or why do I feel like I want, why am I feeling anxious? Okay, this isn't my anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, and really acknowledging that and, and diving into that has been really, really important. But right now, yeah, I have, I have a blend of, blend of all the senses. <laughs> yeah, that's super powerful. Uh, I personally experience more of the like clairsentient feeling, both emotional and physical, as well as the claircognizant, that clear knowing, like, most strongly, but I am working on the Claire audience, the hearing and the voyant, the seeing, because I just, I think it's so amazing to be able to use this as a tool to help guide you in your healing path or in your business or in your life in general, and just feeling so like guided. And that, that feels really comforting to me. And, and I often feel like my brother's energy around me, like he is one of my guides that is guiding me along, along this path. So for Very the person much. who 
Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For the person who is questioning themselves and I get this question all the time, which is why I have an answer to it, but I'd love to hear your answer to it. Cause I think that people can just get more and more and more feedback on how to, how to deal with this, but they second guess themselves and they go, Oh, am I making this up? Or am I going crazy? Or like, is this real? Or is that my fear-based voice? Or is this actually my higher self? How do you navigate that? Yeah, it's the biggest thing within working with intuition, guides, you know, angels, whatever label you want to call it. Um, Yeah, it is the biggest thing that can be that we can get into that fear-based mind, the ego mind talking versus the intuitive mind. um, And how does that feel and how does that resonate? So I like to describe it that the... um, fear-based mind when you're connecting with your intuition needs an answer now like there's a time base like I need something now give me an answer it can also feel like you're using the words should would you know I must do this I have to do this there's a there's a there's a sense of urgency within the message that that comes around and how that flows Mm -hmm. um but the intuitive mind is more free flowing it's more like it it comes in the message will come in and then it will disappear versus it being like you know the anxiety mind that kicks in some 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 people say well how do i know the difference between anxiety and me getting an intuitive message an intuitive message Mm -hmm. the the anxiety and that 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 worry will stay as a constant but the intuitive message will come in you'll get the message and it will disappear. It won't hang around. And so that's a great way to distinguish between when you're, um, you're worried about, you know, something that's there, like, is this an intuitive fit or am I just listening to like my fear-based mind? The other thing I like to describe is that when you're getting the guidance, especially if you're hearing things or you're knowing things, um, it will just have a different energy to it. So when I'm hearing messages that will come from the back of the head versus the internal thought chatter it's just kind of at the front of the head like just you know it'll just feel different like there'll just be a different tone to the message versus your normal standard chatter which is like that comes through but what i two practical things that you can do is um um when you're asking yourself is this real or am I making this up or is this a yes or is this a no is what you do is you pose your question. You pose the thing that you're asking or that you want or that you're like, you're, what's my intuitive hit on? And what you do is you close your eyes. You imagine that it's in beautiful white light and then you wrap green light around the edge of it. And then what you do is you breathe it into your heart space. Because really, the intuit—it is the intuit. The intuition comes from the intuitive heart, mm-hmm. and what you do is you then breathe that question or the thing that you're you're asking for the guidance into your heart space, and really be honest with yourself. Like, is this a hell yes? Does this light me up, or do I get? You know, you can see it for the visual person. You might see it as you know, uh, you might get a bright green light, or you might get like a stop sign that says no. For the, the person that feels in their body, for me, when I'm getting a yes, and I'm talking about that as I'm doing this, I'm getting a feeling now, I get like tingles all over my body. Like I'll get like a whole warm feeling sensation. And if it's a no, I will get like this cold, shut off feeling that's just like, no, don't go for it. It's don't do it. And it is, it's you trusting, yes, this feels 
amazing you know this feels aligned this feels good mm-hmm. um and i'm gonna i'm gonna trust it and then <laughs> people then always say like oh but if i'm really attached to something and i really 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 want it and am i forcing it you know in your heart like you really know when you're forcing and trying to make something happen because you really want it but in your your true essence and your true core you're like oh yeah like no this isn't i'm i'm making this happen because i my ego wants this to happen versus you know spirit and intuition yeah there's this like subtle shift in energy between those things that when you're really aware like you can easily decipher it but i think we also have to like become more aware of ourselves and our thoughts and our bodies i'm curious to know too I think this is a question a lot of people have, or just maybe a curiosity that they have around spirit guides. And like, do I have a whole army of them? Is there just one? And how do I connect to them? And what's their name? And who, who are they? Is, this, is it somebody I know from a past life or a past loved one in this life? Or is it like, who, who is the spirit guide? And I think there's so many kind of like questions and curiosities around it that people are almost like embarrassed to ask, but I'd love to get your, your take on connecting to spirit guides. Yeah. So I love to describe it that we all have a cheerleader team in spirit and it can be made up of different guides that come in, um, throughout the course of your life. Like you can have different pups, like different members of your cheerleader team that come in to provide different support during um, different phases um, of your spiritual intuitive life. But we all have one main guide, one main guide that's been with us from the moment we're born until the moment we pass over. Mm -hmm. And they um, can be people who you've had past lives with. They can be ancestors. They can be ancestors from the past. There, your main guide can't be someone in your family who has passed over that you knew in this lifetime. They can be part of your cheerleader team. So, for example, your brother is massively, hugely part of your cheerleader team and your your cheerleader team, but he's not your um, he's not your main guide. Right. And yeah, and um, they can. They, we can have protective guides. I know um, when I first moved to Canada, I got a First Nation guide that I hadn't, ha- I didn't have in the UK, and he mm-hmm. stepped forward when I was um, back connecting with my intuition, and he was here to like help ground me and get me connected to the earth, and like really kind of help me um, and guide me to feel confident and safe and, and protected being in Vancouver in Canada. Yeah. So yeah, you can have them at different times, um, but we, they're there to interact with they're not there just to like you know have in the background they want us to work with them to interact with them um and i do also say you can have um star seeds aliens as spirit guides as well they can they're not just from this plane um they can be from other planes as well so yeah and um, and you can find out who they are like if you want to connect to your guide, the most simple thing you can do is go somewhere quiet where you're not going to be distracted, where you feel present in your body and you just ask them to step forward and you just say, I'm, I would love to work with you. I'm ready to feel, you know, I'm ready to experience you. Please step forward. And for some people they then get tingles or warm senses across the body, or it could be cold or you might just know, but yeah, that's, if you want, if anyone's listening is like, I want to connect with my guide. Um, 
you can do that and straight up i also have a I have a course a couple of meet your spirit guide courses as well of how you can work and connect with your guides too so yeah, yeah. if you want to be led i have that too that's amazing and we'll definitely link to that in the in the show notes and i think that sometimes when we're we're on this this intuitive journey we're we're we feel like we are maybe we, we can't ask. Mm. And I think we forget that we can actually ask, for example, Hey, show yourself or like, I want to connect to you. And we forget that we are kind of in charge of our own energy and that we're not just being kind of like bopped around by the universe all the time. And like, we can ask for our spirit guides to show up or ask for help from the universe guides, angels, again, whatever resonates most with the person listening. And I'm, I'm curious then, to talk about protecting your energy mm. because that, I think it goes into asking, Hey, maybe I don't want this right now. Or maybe my intuition needs to turn down today. Cause I just like with illness, right? Like I just need it to just like, I need to really just rest my body. I need to be like a human today and just like really ground myself. But how do you suggest somebody who feels overly sensitive, like the empath, like the hyperintuitive person who has either maybe felt that way their whole life or has reactivated and, and started to tap back into it, really ground and protect themselves and remind themselves that they have a voice here. Yeah. Such a great question. Yeah. Because we are, we are in charge and it is, you know, to use the word empowered. Yeah. This is, that's the mission of what I've been here to share is that, you know, this is an empowerment tool. Intuition is an empowerment tool. It's here to help you be seen and heard more and heal because in the end, this work is about healing, but it's about you knowing that you are, as you say, not being rattled around in the universe with no, you know, with no way of having an impact on it. So to be able to call in in your guides and say, Hey, I'm feeling super sensitive today. Can you can you give me some extra support and grounding and protection? Or um, when we have these spiritual reactivations and it suddenly becomes so overwhelming that walking through life just feels just too much. Mm -hmm. I've asked my guys to dial it down, or I've gone enough. Like seriously, like can can we do this at a slower pace, please? I know you want me to upgrade. I know you want me to like take this to the next level, but can you do this with baby steps with me? And um, and honestly, ask them however you feel comfortable. Whether you're actually saying it out loud in your home, you're saying it in your car. Like I will have conversations out loud when I'm driving, um, or if you feel comfortable saying it in your head, or even writing it. Like however you feel comfortable in communicating with them. Mm -hmm. um is really um is really important to for them to help and guide you because in the end that's what they're there to do as yeah. well as up leveling and giving you messages um, and signs and guidance and a couple of tools that i love to use when i'm kind of grounding and protecting myself um are imagining that i'm in a bubble so actually imagining that you're in a bubble but um not doing it a lot of people say to like put yourself in a protective barrier but for me this is about like to use the empowerment piece is we need to learn as empaths highly sensitive people that we still need to live in this world like we can't keep put ourselves under a rock and just think well this is my survival technique it's 
So what you can do is um, you can do it driving on the way to work if you need extra protection. You can do it when you're about to leave your front door or you're about to walk into that party or you're about to have that family interaction that you know you need that extra support. Imagine yourself in the white in a bubble, but it has tiny holes in it. So you can give your awesome energy out. You can receive the amazing energy that you want from others, but that this bubble keeps the bullshit out it keeps out the the emote the energy that you don't want to receive from others yeah um i find that really useful and um another grounding protective um tool is i will also do it that i will push light out so if i don't want to just use the bubble technique a lot of people say oh if I'm pushing my light out, wouldn't that attract more? And I'm like, no, because if you push your light out, it ends up being like as a protective, like light yeah. barrier around you. So I like to use that as well a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and bringing it back to a healing point, you're if you're having, if anyone's listening to this and they're having a really low day and they are um, needing that extra support, like call in your guides and say you know, actually ask them, can you please provide me some additional healing into this part of my body? Mm-hmm. And call them forward and actually put your hands or wherever you want on the body part that you feel that you need and listen intuitively to it. Like, don't just be like, this is where I know where the pain is because sometimes it's actually not where the pain is. It's somewhere completely different mm-hmm. when you're like, why do I want to touch my feet? Or why do I want to touch the top of my head? Like, really and listen to that intuitively and call your guides forward and just imagine them stepping forward and sending you that energy because um Mm. it really it really does work and help yeah that's powerful and what about for you personally when you are doing a session for a group or an individual is there a certain way that you connect to spirit that is powerful for you um yeah so what I say is what I do is I'll always ground and protect myself first like I'm always like even before I came on this call I would call in my guides for grounding and protection I um and it's just a, a routine that I do um you can do it more um, consciously where you can imagine that your roots go down into the center of the earth to ground you in and then you're pulling the energy back up mm-hmm. to be able to to do that um but to ask for grounding and protection and i will call my guides forward i will you know before every session before i open up a big circle or a big group i will you know on the way to the venue or um in my head before i start i will say hey guides step forward please give me all the messages and the guidance that um i need mm-hmm. but um I will say for anyone who um, is giving messages or wants to be able to share messages to people or even just to give messages to yourself, um, go, how I like to do it is just go slowly, go with the first thing that comes in your head and start from there because spirit work by giving you a tiny bit and allowing you to give the bread, follow the breadcrumbs. So when I'm giving a message to someone, I'll start with one image or one feeling, or one knowing, mm-hmm. and then I will just grow from there. And yeah. on an emotional basis, if you're if you're a set, if you if you're um, someone that feels a lot, how I do it is um, if I'm doing a reading for someone, I will imagine how it's like imagining how that person is feeling right now, and you are kind of you can visually imagine your energy kind of 
transcending into them and you're like tapping into them. So it's kind of like a merging of the energy, um, which is why the protection is kind of really important because you don't want to take on everyone's stuff. Um, but the, uh, as a feeling and an emotion, it's like trusting yourself that you're getting that as a guidance and you're stepping into that. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I like to do it. So interesting and, and so cool. What about, I, I've noticed you've been talking a lot about healing ancestral stories lately, and I'm so curious about that. And actually, I love your feedback on this. So on my 30th birthday, I, it was on November 30th. And so it's like this weird kind of portal of 30, right? Like golden mm-hmm. birthday, turn 30. And my grandmother passed on my 30th birthday at 80 years old. And so it was just this really interesting energy. And I could feel her pass. I like saw this golden light just like sweep over her body as she was passing. My mom was on the bed, the hospital bed with her. And I felt it very energetically and obviously, well, maybe not obviously, but not something I share all the time, but it was a very intense experience for me. And I felt in that moment that there was some sort of ancestral like lineage, especially female lineage, like healing that actually kind of took place where it was like the buck stops here and we're not playing like these, these old stories of patterns out into our our future generations and our lives anymore. And like this, something kind of like came to a halt or an end. I felt energetically, but I'm, I'm curious uh, your take on that, but also just healing our ancestral stories as a whole too. Yeah. Um, it's really powerful when um, a group of women and men or whoever's listening get together and you have family all together in one space when another family member passes over, Mm. like to be able to help someone guide someone across to the other side is really, really, um, is, is a really powerful experience. Mm. And, um, your grandmother, it was, there's something very interesting around, um, how did you want me to describe it around um independence around that a there's something really empowering about independence and freedom of will that Mm -hmm. is connected to all the women in the line in your family Mm -hmm. and so there was this very much like her giving you a blessing around age 30 to go and follow your dreams and do what you wanted to do and do things differently does that make sense like to actually have this kind of it again, this sense of empower, empowerment mm-hmm. and healing. Mm-hmm. Um, but your, your turning of your, your, of your 30th and, and the connection to your brother is also really like, there's, mm-hmm. a, there's, a, there's a powerful energy around you guys being able to help your grandmother across to the other side yeah. and not in the ways that you could have helped your brother. So there's some kind of like big healing around um, that energetically. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. So, and it's interesting, I'll just share that uh, the, at least from that side of the family, like the women were like, you know, matriarchal energy, head of the household, um, stay at home mothers, very, very like giving, generous, like independent in their own way within the household. And I think I have personally taken a very different path, path where I've always identified as this very independent woman, sometimes like to like an extreme extent that I kind of needed to pull back from a little bit like, Hey, it's okay to have some help and support sometimes. (laughs) But I, I have my own business and I didn't have kids in my twenties and I'm getting married in two months, but like, it's also like a lot later and just really like 
being very much more like career driven, I would say. Um, and you know, times have changed and like the situations have changed that the, the, you know, I also allows me to do that. But even just like with school and education, like I have my master's degree and all these certifications and I just did things a little bit differently. And I'm not saying that's better or worse, but I think it, it kind of proved, I proved to myself through, through that, that like, Hey, I can do this and this mm-hmm. is empowering and I can have my own business and I can kind of, I don't want to say take on a masculine role, but like definitely like feel like super maybe self-sufficient. Uh, and so that was coming up for me as you were speaking about that and the piece about my brother too. Um, I was across the country, but feeling energetically, like all of the things that were happening that day while they were in Michigan, I'm in Colorado and my mom, I know was able to very powerfully hold the space to like help and support my grandmother passing. And you're right. it, It was she would have, I don't think, ever known how to do that or what to do or like even been guided to do that if we hadn't lost my brother before that and mm-hmm. been through this whole like grieving period and connecting to his energy. So I think she was able to hold that space for my grandmother in a completely different way. And me too, but just, you know, from a very far distance. And I know it sounds a weird thing to say, but by her being able to give that, hold that space for your to hold the space to, for her to allow her mother to pass over. It also added some additional healing that she yeah. needed to do for your brother that, of something that she couldn't, she, she wasn't given that opportunity to mm-hmm. hold space for him in that way. So mm-hmm. it was kind of um, like, you know, and he, he was stood by the bed as your grandmother was passing over. So yeah. it was kind of like she, she was getting to, you know, do that with you. Again. Mm-hmm. Like there's this energy of, of all of that all together, like having that energy connection of yeah of family and, and healing and togetherness. And yeah, it's really powerful. Like this ancestral stuff is so interesting. You know, the reason I've been sharing it so much is, you know, it's all connected where our blocks, our stories, our patterns, uh, are we, we play out our ancestor stories in a different way. Like we take on the themes and the patterns and blocks. And then when we kind of acknowledge and we look at those, it's suddenly like, Oh, well, hang on a second. I'm just playing out my mum's story in a different way. Or mm-hmm. this is a repetitive theme around, you know, health or um, emotions, or there can be a particular theme that runs through a whole family where it takes until that person, until one person looks at it and is like, Oh, as, as you said, like, no more like we don't need to keep doing this as a family because we don't need to do this and when we do that healing we know not just heal ourselves but we heal the past generations and more importantly the future generations and so it's like okay we don't need to keep repeating the same stuff yeah, um, yeah it's it's deep but it in it works mm-hmm where do people i know you have a, a course on this but where do people get started with just like looking at ancestral mm-hmm. stories. Yeah, um, I would say, um, well, you can do this if you don't know your family as well. Like you mm-hmm. can do this if you don't know a certain member of your family. If you have the privilege, go and find and ask parents or whoever or friends of the family. Go and ask the stories of your grandparents, your great grandparents, the people that you, you know, what was their life like? Mm-hmm. What, what, did, what challenges did they face? Um, what was their healing? What do you think? Why do you think 
they were here on this planet what do you think their biggest learning was in this lifetime um you begin when we start to ask the stories we can start to piece together and see and see the themes and patterns in our own lives and so yeah if you have that as an opportunity um yeah i'd go and ask people that know the ancestors that came before you and just start asking and having like a dialogue around it and on a, even asking like a parent like hey you know what was it like what really honestly what if you can have that what was your childhood like what was what were your fears what were your worries if you have you can have that open dialogue with a parent like go you know do it if you can't um my my advice would be go and start looking at what be what your themes are like what your childhood is there is there something that runs through from your childhood you know into where you are now is there something that keeps coming up is there something medically or health wise that keeps coming up is there is there a pattern or a theme just start to kind of look at those um Mm -hmm. is what i would suggest to do Mm -hmm. yeah that's it i think that that's so interesting because for a long time, I never asked my parents any questions, you know, like I was a kid and so it's all about me. And then as I got older, I got more curious. And as I started to learn and realize the childhood that both of my parents had, and I do have the privilege of, you know, they're both still living and I have relationships with them and I can ask them questions and they're pretty open to sharing, but looking at some of their their, their history, their story has made me realize more about myself and you know what energies I have picked up from them and which ones I've started to rewrite and which ones I'm currently rewriting and just looking at that and and what does get passed on throughout lineages that isn't even mine like it was never mine to begin with but just passed more like through the womb Mm -hmm. and like when I realized that I'm like oh okay yeah I can let this go this isn't even mine (laughs) and it is it's suddenly like oh why I have these fear around money or why this keeps coming up in a relationship or why I have low self-worth or why this illness keeps manifesting in my body is connected to this and it's not even mine. It's a fear. It's, it's amazing how we hold it. We hold onto these things on a soul DNA level. Mm -hmm. Um, You can go and research. um, If you even type into Google, like epigenetics, like this is, um, ancestral epigenetics like it's now proven that the the, the what are the trauma uh, that our ancestors have been through show up in that in dna like mm-hmm. it's shown in dna and science like yeah. it's it's a it's an insane thing and we are being given an amazing opportunity right now to heal it and look at it and that's why there's so much change going on in the world it's like we need to look at the wrongs of our ancestors as well like the wrongs of you know sticking our head in the sand around social topics and it's suddenly like we can't do that anymore we have to look at it um globally but also on a individual family basis yeah yeah that work is so transformational and so so healing So I have like felt energy in my left ear the whole time we've been talking. And I feel like maybe my brother wants to say something. And I don't know if he wants to say something to me or to you or to the audience, but I feel it in my left ear and it won't go away. So I need to stop ignoring it and just ask you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's so funny because when um, he's been bugging me, he's been like tapping my shoulder. Um, And he, um, because when I first sat down, before you even mentioned your brother, I got like full body chills. And when I get the full body chills, I'm talking 
someone like okay it's a someone from it's my 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 market in my body that yeah. is so I know when someone wants to keep talking to me um and he um what does your brother want to say um okay he's just um he's got this like really cheekiness about him like there's this real cheeky fun bubbly like personality that that he's um he's got a really playful mannerism about him there's something really playful does that make sense like yeah he's, he's just a goo he's goofy, goofy like yeah like, playful like it's funny he keeps like popping up behind your chair like he's like it's like he's just being really silly with you um but the message that um that he wants to share is um uh, okay um he's been trying to get your attention for the last couple of weeks like you've there's been an energy where you feel like someone's like he's trying to get your attention and you're like what are you trying to say to me what are you trying to say to me what's the message does that make sense has someone been has that has there been like you feel like he's trying to get through to you and you can't convert what he's trying to say so the last like the end of july was fucking tough like it was the energy I think of everything felt like intense but for me especially it felt very strong and we're recording this the first week of August so it's like that that energy is kind of like still lingering and I've been trying to figure it out and I just can't figure out like what is trying to come through to me right now and I couldn't tell if it was him or just collective energy but it's been it's been feeling kind of constricting lately yeah um it, it is him giving you a message and the funny he keeps showing me like shutting a door like he's asking you to he's saying like tell us she just needs to shut the door and have confidence of like shutting the energy off like mm. shut um he keeps showing it to me as a door like a wooden door like being slammed and like you're pulling it you're pulling it but it's like with real like decisiveness it's not mm. like it, he's just saying she needs to shut the door on the on the the energy of the people that are blocking you does that make mm. sense yeah yeah I think so mm. and something I've been playing with in my business lately too is having stronger boundaries around what I'm willing to do work with tolerate and and not and just confidence in like this is a yes and this is a no mm -hmm. and really standing true to that does um does who plays the guitar or who has the guitar or who plays is there something around music or like making music choices or like there's some I don't know I don't move on from here. The first thing that kind of strangely came to my mind about guitar was um, a man named Joe who that's also my brother's name but um, Joe is also my mom's ex-boyfriend from when I was younger and he was a wonderful guitar player there's someone in spirit that keeps showing me like playing the guitar he's like, very good at guitar he lives in California now okay and he's and he's living yes okay why am I why is your brother Joe showing me Joe guitar Joe um, I'm asking why. Hang on a second. So um, Jordan, Jordan is the brother who's passed and Joe's still with us. Joe's still with us. It's Jordan that's showing me Joe with the guitar and I'm asking him why. Hang on a second. Uh, okay. I'm like, why is he showing me like the guitar? Um, I'm not musically talented. Yeah, you're not musically talented at all. Yeah. Um, but there's something, um, it's connected to, um, 
Hang on, I'm just asking what it is about. Um, play, there's something around, I keep wanting to hear like music, music at the wedding. There's something around like music at the wedding and getting like, there's some kind of connection to m music at the wedding. And the other thing that keeps coming through is, honestly, your brother's just like, she's so bloody intuitive. Like she's so dialed in, but she needs to keep trusting it. Like you need to you one you need to trust it but two there's like there's this big upgrade that's coming like mm -hmm. for you in like october like there's this big shift that's coming in and i feel like you know that already but yeah. like come october there's like a really big um energetic yeah up up level around that that's great. That's good news. Um, wedding is in October, but also there's kind of a secret project I've been working on behind the scenes that's being launched in October. And I think it's really going to shift the way that my yeah. business runs. He keeps, I don't know what, he keeps showing me the guy, someone playing a guitar. Like there's just this guitar that keeps playing. I don't know whether there's, um, how do I want to describe this? Just go and have a look at if there's some ancestral part or some healing that needs to be done that time around um when your mum was with the guy and with who played the guitar it's okay. just something, something important around that time mm -hmm. okay i'll look into it i'll probably ask her today she still talks to him is connected to him and so that could be interesting yeah there's just something he's in he's in the family sphere because mm -hmm. showing it to me mm -hmm. mm. thank you yeah so, so like there's uh, maybe people can relate to this where sometimes like there is this kind of like nagging feeling of energy around you and I just could feel it in my left ear and I'm like okay I'll just ask her what you mm -hmm. want to say because I don't always receive it so clearly from him and so it's really helpful and I, I'm really grateful for you to be able to be that challenge cha channel yeah. for me for my brother to be able to just let him get out whatever it was that he was wanting yeah. to get out. Yeah, it's funny because as we're talking, I keep being shown like a guitar, like as I'm just talking, and it's so interesting. He's really, there's something really interesting. You know, my, my fiance has been picking up the guitar lately and my, my father-in-law is a really great guitar player as well. And Andrew's been like practicing in the basement and kind of like putting some little, little tunes together. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, um, I keep being shown someone playing a guitar at your wedding. Like, okay, that's so, very possible. Mm -hmm. there's, there's something to do with your wedding and playing a guitar, and there's it's yeah some healing. Mm -hmm. There's some there's some interesting healing around all of that as well. Mm. Thank you, thank well, you. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know in October. <laughs> Uh, well, I just want to thank you so much and just open it up to you one more time. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with the audience today that we feel like we left out of the conversation and then also where to get to know you and find you? Yeah, just keep trusting, keep trusting what you're feeling and, and know that you're in charge and know that something I always love to share is that spirit lives in this realm. Like it's not in some ethereal plane. It's all around us on a day-to-day -day basis. So um ask for signs um what you need to see um yeah it's it's around us so be open and trust it keep keep on trusting what you're experiencing and um listen to what feel listen to what feels good in your heart and in your body yeah. and yeah you can find me at um best places um, my website uh natalie-miles.com 
um, miles as in, as in the distance, M-I-L-E-S. And my Instagram is I am Natalie Miles. Um, yeah, and those are the best places. And every, all my courses and everything like that are all um, up on my website. And I have a podcast as well called So You Think You're Intuitive. So yeah, it's a podcast designed to get you back connected to your intuition. Yeah. Thank you again so much. And I'll make sure we link all those in the show notes. Thank you.